This is part two of the ref coming up. It is a week late. I need to apologize. I didn't have any time uh, getting back from vacation with three sick kids, two of which got severely sick. It's been lots of fun. Thanksgiving break for us was hell. But enough of the excuses. This week you get a double shot. You get the ref part two. You get return of the Jedi part one. We're going to make up for lost ground, people. So now I present to you the ref part two. But no, and, and this is this is when we are then going back to the then this then we're switched back to the kitchen. Okay. Where they're tied up. And he asked about the dive bar. He asked about the dive bar because he knows his friend Murray would be hanging out there. So he calls there and calls for the piece of shit Murray. And there's some comedy there because there's some hanging up and shit going on. Um Leary is just great in this scene because he's just starting to have a nervous breakdown over Murray. The two that he's uh, kidnapped goes to the refrigerator, downs a bottle of wine. Yeah, I couldn't tell. I guess that was wine. He just throws it back. Yeah, he, he <laughs> takes down pretty much a whole bottle of wine. You think you smoke? And then he asks for a smoke, and uh, Spacey says that he doesn't smoke, and Davis had just quit. So then he's like, no, you know, he knew that she didn't quit and she admits that the cigarettes yes. are behind the chessboard. Yes. So then he, you know, then that starts another argument. Another argument between Lloyd and Carol. They're always arguing. Which is, this is the first time that Leary really kind of her- starts to help them. Yes. Because they, you know, he basically gets up and... Uh, her face. Well, he pushes the two of them down because they won't shut up. Yeah, because and then he gets up in her face and said, "You said you were going to quit," because she she was saying that she never said that she would quit. She said, "You said you were going to quit," and she said, "Yes." And then he got in Lloyd's face and stuck the gun in his face and said, "You saw, you the, saw stop. the stop sign," <laughs> <laughs> and he finally admits, he admits that it. he saw the stop sign. So it, you know, he basically said, "You're both liars." Yeah. So just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. But it is interrupted by a doorbell. Right. So he gets um, Caroline up to answer the door, and that's where we're introduced to George. George, the town drunk. Oh, Jesus, yeah, the, the Santa. Which is a great subplot, a fantastic <laughs> subplot. He's dressed as Santa, um, and uh, he's delivering a fruitcake from his wife. Right. He also says there is a reward. About the robbery. Have you have you heard about the robbery yet? Yeah, there's What's a $10,000 reward. Reward because it's getting around that uh, Leary's robbery occurred. Um, before he leaves, George does ask about Jesse and the town's baby Jesus, implying that... Jesse ta- stole it. Jesse, no, and then Jesse's known as a town little asshole. Um, and as they close the door, Gus and Caroline go back and forth about um, the families and all that. <laughs> Larry's like, my fucking girlfriend's here. That was a good line. Yeah, well, they were kind of going back and forth. This is where you find out that he was he was bit, and mm-hmm. they were going, and she was going to show him where the, the, the bandages were. So they start kind of going back and forth, and then they start talking about the restaurant, yeah. that the, they had, that her and Lloyd had opened a restaurant together, and it didn't do well, mm-hmm. and they shut it down, and all right. this. So she's giving like him her whole fucking yes. backstory. Yes. 
And that's where the, you know, what are we, girlfriends line comes in. But, uh, you know, it it's a very interesting situation because you can see right off the bat that she starts feeling comfortable being around him. Yes. And one thing that we missed him. was Lloyd accusing her of wanting to have sex with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. It's right. it's Most of these things are just kind of like one-liners, and they're... What you realize is how good all of them are at acting in these roles. Yes, they're tremendous. They deliver these lines phenomenally. Yes. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Every it, they own the roles. I, I can only I can only remember like two or three lines in the entire movie that are not delivered well mm-hmm. or are kind of corny, kind of hokey. Kind of hokey, but for the most part, they own their roles. Right, they own their roles. Yes, they're great. They are phenomenal in this, and and it's all three of them. Yeah, all, all three. three of them. All, all and three. the supporting cast is, is great, great too. I mean, there's very few weak elements in this whole thing. Like yeah. I said, Jesse is the weakest character in the whole. Jesse is very weak. Um, so after the the staircase, what are we girlfriends seeing? We see drunk George at a neighborhood party. Right, Still he dressed shows as Santa, up. he's with the kids and all that. You can see him starting his slow descent into madness. Yeah, because he hasn't quite gotten drunk yet. <laughs> he's not quite drunk yet, but he's visiting these neighborhood parties on Christmas Eve. Lots of eggnog. And he's a cranky flowing. old asshole. He's, he's too. an asshole. It's just like all the kids want to give him cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Enough with the cookies. <laughs> he's a cranky old asshole delivering fruitcakes. Yeah. Christmas Eve. Meanwhile, the parents are standing around looking all happy at this point. Right. At this point. Um, then we're transported back uh, to the bedroom at this point, uh, where Caroline and Lloyd, where, where Dennis has tied Caroline and Lloyd up on the floor. Um, they let them know that their son's coming home for the night as well. Um, and as, as Gus goes to search the house for some more rope or something, um, Caroline and Lloyd kind of have a moment where they're rubbing their hips against each other on the ground because they're right. tied up together, and Lloyd gets a boner. Yes. So again, there's that development of of the caring towards of each other. You know, towards each other. There's a softer moment there. Yeah. As they're arguing back and forth, they're starting to talk. And you know, the fact that she can still excite him mm-hmm. gets into her head. Yep. I. It, you know, the, it's just the subtleness of these little moments that they have through this movie that kind of bring you to, I don't want to say happy ending, but, you know, basically where these two, you actually feel like these two have a chance. Yes. So, and it, and it, it's subtly done. Yes, it's, it's, it's not. Over, it doesn't smack you in the face like some movies do. This and, one really and, does just kind of deliver and it lightly. People love stories of redemption. All types of stories of redemption. Yeah. Even in this case, about a marriage that looks like it's going to go south, but it might just be saved. And it's it's more or less saved by a criminal. Mm-hmm. And you know, and and it's not just he saves. I don't think he just saves their marriage as much as he saves their marriage and their son. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and that comes into play later. That but, does come into play later. So anyway, let's keep going. Um, there's a little delay. Meanwhile, this is going on. There's a little delay because uh, his mom and family are stuck in a police roadblock because again, 
The police have set up a perimeter around the town. They're going to find Gus. They're going to find this guy who robbed Rich Guy's house. Right. If it was one of our houses, not so much. Um, back home, Gus starts shitting all over them for being rich because they seemed uh, um, ungrateful, including their failed restaurant. And that's when Lloyd, when, when Lloyd goes off on this diatribe about, you know, you really think it's great to be me? You think every morning I look in the morning about uh, and say, wow, I'm glad to be me. I wish I had a 19-year-old billionaire rock star body with, with the body of an athlete and a 24-hour erection. Well, yeah, or, you know, don't you think I'd rather be some pissed-off uh, criminal or, <laughs> you know, stay-at-home, whatever? Yeah. So, you know, he's basically playing the woe-is-me card yes. and, and just... You know, just kind of venting. Spacey owns it. I, I just love that yeah, scene. It's a great scene. But then Jesse shows up, Gus ties him up, and Jesse, Jesse immediately knows who he is. Oh, of course. He just immediately knows who he is. And he more or less acts like he knows his whole backstory, yes. too. Yes, yes. Because yeah. he's, he's kind of douchey. Kind of douchey. He is a douche. He's, he's, he, as you said, this is the weakest part of the movie. Go back over to the police precinct where officers on Christmas Eve are watching Wonderful Life. On the old school, remember in, in, in class when they wheeled the TV on that had the strap over the metal cart yeah. and the VCR? Kind of like that. Well, the one thing that you missed was when the cops were at the house, they were basically told to leave because the state cops were coming in oh, to I'm deal with it. Because yes. the rich people said that the lieutenant was over his head. Over his head, yes. So, you know, that... That's why they're at the, they're back at the, the precinct. precinct, and that's right. when Lieutenant Huff shows up, and he's procured a tape, of, a video of inside the house, inside the safe, right, that the rich person has. So he procure, procured it, and he shows it on the VCR, to the officers. But somewhere. he gets a phone call. But he gets a phone call. And the bumbling officers end up taping over the video showing Gus. Right. And then the state prosecutor or uh, a state trooper shows up to procure the tape himself for the state prosecutor who is now handling it. Yeah, like a state prosecutor is going to get his ass up on Christmas Eve and do this. Yeah. Or whatever. At 8.30 at night on Christmas Eve, sure. Yeah, whatever. Um, so, they, so they taped over the, the tape by accident showing Wonderful Life. Meanwhile, down the docks, Murray finds an escape boat and a woman captain. Who are you? I'm Murray. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't want to say he's a weak character because he's fine for what he's supposed to be. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't. I I, I mean I've, I he's annoying, but he's supposed to be annoying. Mm-hmm. So it, it's fine. And I think the the two of them have a nice little scene together, but it's. Nothing to write home about. Correct. It's not like the other it's, characters. That's correct. Back at the house again, more arguing uh, with uh, between Lloyd and Caroline. Uh, Gus is losing his shit over this, and he's asking the fastest way to the docks. Caroline and Lloyd argue about the fastest way to the docks. Right. They argue about everything, and uh, smoke alarm eventually goes off because Leary's smoking because he's nervous. He's having a nervous breakdown over these assholes. Ends up trying to swipe it off, falls flat on his face, loses his gun. Jesse goes to get the gun, and Leary kind of there's like that kind of like you're not going to do this, kid. 
you know, give me the gun. Yeah. Um, Which, I do you think that would really work in real life? I just don't know. I mean, unless I, there was a safety on the gun and you tried to pull the trigger and couldn't pull it, I just feel like anybody in that situation would just pull the pull goddamn the, pull trigger. The, pull the trigger. Because you see that scene play out in movies all the time. Yeah. You know, the frightened kid and the the aggressive criminal. Yeah. Or the frightened woman and the aggressive c- criminal. And for some unknown reason, the criminal always gets the gun back. Mm-hmm. It's just like, would that really happen in real life? I don't know. No. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Would it really happen? Would you have the balls to pull the trigger? Because... If you try to shoot the person, you know damn well they're going to kill you. So is there some type of fear that if maybe if you don't shoot them that you live? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Well, you were Mr. Therapist at the beginning of this, so I thought maybe you had some insight. I would shoot. I would pull the damn trigger. I mean, if my kids are that, pull the trigger. There would be no talking. Yeah. <laughs> there would be no talking. There'd be no, you know, well, let's see if we can work now. Blam, blam, blam. I'll worry about the consequences later. Uh, let's see how hard it is to get brains off the wall. <laughs> That's what <laughs> Servpro is for, my friend. Yeah. Servpro. Uh, then they get a phone call. Caroline! Yeah. This, this, uh, I forget the actress's name, but she's great. Yeah, so, I only know her from this and I believe Adam's family. Adam's family, yeah. That's the only other movie that springs to mind that she was in. She was in both the Adams Family movies. Right, right. You're right, right. She played different roles, but she was in both of them. Both of them. So uh, Gus and Jesse eventually have a heart-to-heart about being a thief, and this is when Gus is trying to help out Jesse. Yeah. You know, goes on like, it ain't worth it, kid. He describes you know, what they I'm do. I'm 38 years old. Yeah. I got my partner's 56, and he's an alcoholic, mm-hmm. and, you know... We we constantly getting screwed over and, yeah. and you know it sounds like a lot of fun when you're 18, but you yeah. know it, it sucks just money. a little bit. Yep, sucks just just a little bit. Um, but they at the same time they're preparing for the family to arrive because the phone call from Carolyn um, was saying they're they're almost there. So. Uh, this is when Gus throws a suit on. He's going to pretend to be Dr. Wong. Her name is Carolyn, too? It's like Carolyn or something like that. Yeah. Hold on. Well, whatever. I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll get there. I think it's Carolyn. That's weird. They're both yeah, named they're, Caroline. Well, Caroline and Carolyn. Hmm. Okay, whatever. Whatever. So, uh, where the fuck am I? Okay. Connie. So, Connie, sorry, not yeah, not, yeah, sorry. yeah. I was close. Yeah, you you never. That's usually a mistake. Having having um, actresses or actors have the same name starting with the same. I mean, not the same uh, name starting with the same letter. Even with writing, um, you don't. You try to avoid doing that. Oh, to avoid okay. confusion. Um. So back at the police station, Lieutenant after after he tapes over to Wonderful Life, or is is the goons do? Lieutenant uh, Huff is informed by. Bob, the councilman, that his officers report to him, the right. rich guy, and that he is fired the day. Oh, and more good news, you'll be fired the day after Christmas. <laughs> and Lieutenant Huff is like, crushes his joy. 
<laughs> because the guy's happy, he's going to be fired. Yeah, he's got this big, huge smile <laughs> on his face. You know, he's, he's wearing that nice, that nice $400, like, you know, uh, trench coat. Uh, his his, uh, his uh, scarf, you know. Hey, Bob. <laughs> I did your wife. Last August after the, the council meeting, you were in Rhode Island. <laughs> she came we went time. three times, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> she said, you never went three times, Bob. <laughs> and he says it with a straight face. Yeah, it's great. His delivery is just so low-key and, and wonderful. Yep. He's like, I got my pension. <laughs> He's got a little tiny bit of a smirk, but not enough to show that in much emotion. Yep. It's just a dagger. <laughs> just, a, just a dagger. Just a dagger. Yep. Um, so back at the chasseur's house. Uh, chasseur. Chasseur's house. The, the officers are going door to door. And two officers uh, approach um, the chasseur house. They also happen to be childhood friends of Gary. Gary is Lloyd's brother, so they're asking about him. Um, and Caroline in, invites them in. Um, at the same time, Murray calls the chasseur house, and here's the officers in the background or something. So there's this back and forth between Larry trying to talk to him, and Murray keeps on hanging up on him. And again, Larry loses his shit. Uh, Gary and Connie and Mom then show up. And again, Connie is fantastic because she keeps hitting her kid, like swapping him. And uh, Gary's like, look, my friend, my officer friends are here. And Connie's like, oh, great. And she gives this, like, get me out of here look. <laughs> you have to see it. She, she, she owns his role, too. She, they, they all kind of do. Yeah. They all kind of do. I don't know who the, the brother is. He looks like the guy um, from Superman, and I know it's not him. The one, uh, you know, the one that was Lex Luthor's lackey. Yes, yes. Um, oh, what's his name? He's also the squeal like a pig guy. Does not matter. So we are then transported to um, George, who is an ebriot now, still at a party. He's still at the party still, with all the kids. With all the kids. But he's like downing these. <laughs> he's got this great scene where he's like, hey, everybody, let's get a drink. Get a drink. Everybody, class, everybody, you two, get a drink. <laughs> they've, got, they've got flutes of champagne in their hands. <laughs> and, and then the kid turns around. Santa's supposed to drink milk. <laughs> Santa's lactose intolerant, kid. Do you want to farting out of your chimney? <laughs> and he just yanks his, he yanks his, his beard, beard down, down and, and just downs down, the flute down. of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> it's just great. So now at this point, they're all pissed and they're, they're ready to throw them out. They're ready to throw them out. So then we're... Um, go back to the show's ha- chauffeur house, the chauffeur's house. Where chasseur. Chasseur, where there's a traditional... I think s- I've said it different every chasseur. time. <laughs> where where Caroline, has produ- produ- who is, uh, Caroline has has uh, made a traditional Scandinavian Christmas feast. Oh, God. Mika made a good point. When did she have time to cook all this shit? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> dude. I mean, you're talking about this, this dining room table was just stacked with shit. 
Well, I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All I can tell you is when she goes down the list and she gets to seven-day-old loot fish, loot fish is just about the worst disgusting thing you could probably ever eat. It is horrible. It smells bad, and it tastes even worse. And this is seven-day-old loot fish, so basically it's been sitting out for seven days. Yeah, seven, ugh. I can't even imagine what the smell would be like being in the same room with it. And keep in mind, at the same time, they're all wearing these reeves with fucking candles on their heads. Awesome. (laughs) This whole scene... From here on out, the movie really steps up even, uh, uh, another notch if it, possible. Well, and I think it it, it gets it gets more aggressive and faster pace. <laughs> yes, it oh. feels like the movie starts picking up pace as it moves on. Yes, which kind of adds to the the drama as well as the the tension. <laughs> yeah, it does. The tension, it's tension. It's this whole scene is fantastic. And it would take us a half an hour to quote, you know, go over the greatest quotes. It was funny as they're questioning Leary, as he's playing Doctor Wong at this point about, right. you know, his uh, he's pretending to be Doctor Wong, and he has his like inspirational quote. And one, my father was, <laughs> <laughs> my my Come mother on. was Irish, and my father wasn't. <laughs> But the best fucking line is Judy Davis. Judy Davis's line is the best line. Caroline, why don't you sit down and eat? Lloyd, why don't you eat me? <laughs> why don't you eat me? Because she's, she's drunk, right? She's getting drunker Her and drunker as it goes along. Sideways and <laughs> it's just. <laughs> and of course, the grandmother's reaction to all this is she's flabbergasted by everything because she's a proper English. English woman, even though well, she's it's a, a bitch. Even though it's a French Huguenot name, <laughs> right? She's a bitch. Well, she's she would have married into the family. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And remember, it's not like they come from any kind of royalty or anything, because they were pig farmers. That's right. Both that's an arranged his, marriage. Yeah. It was an arranged marriage between her and Lloyd's father, <laughs> and they were they wanted to join their two pig farms together. Yep. So she acts like she's this rich hoity-toity bitch. <laughs> pig farmer. But she she was a pig farmer. Yep, pig farmer. It's a great scene. So, um, of course, Lloyd's mom knows about the adultery and brings it up brings in front it, of the rest of the family. Brings it up in front of the uh, in, uh, in front. Of, <laughs> just so inappropriate. That's when Lloyd and Caroline have to escape to the kitchen to get some more wine, and Larry can't leave them alone by themselves. So he goes in after them. Eat your, eat your fucking dinner. <laughs> he tells, they're like, where are you going? He just tells everybody to eat their, eat their, fucking, eat their damn dinner. <laughs> His veil of being Dr. Wong <laughs> he slowly, just slowly, slowly falls rose. off. It's just. <laughs> and then, meanwhile, George's, drunk George is, is uh, we're transporting the outside of the house, that party, as they're kicking drunk George out, out of the party. <laughs> <laughs> he proceeds. Maybe, maybe Santa Claus won't come here next year. Maybe him and the fucking Easter Bunny will take a cruise down to Jamaica. <laughs> and then he's pissing he in the fucking. <laughs> he pisses right in their front bush, yeah. and you can see the steam. 
come off it, and then he, he pricks his prick on the bush. Yeah. <laughs> he pricks his prick. You go, ah. So <laughs> the steam is what sells it. It really does, because you can tell that it's really outside or really cold yep. to get the steam to come up like that. It is perfect. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so, so um, then we're back to the, the dinner party at this point. Caroline is just drunk, talking lewd about sex and all this shit. <laughs> another another litany of great one-liners by Leary. The one, some, you're going to be somebody's patient if you don't sit there. <laughs> I'm just going to play all this shit because it, it's, it's just wonderful. The whole scene is ridiculous. <laughs> if, if, you st- if you hit that kid one more time, I'm going to stick the pig's head right <laughs> up your ass. <laughs> and then Gary's like, you know, she's like, don't let him talk, Gary. <laughs> You haven't taken over me one time. <laughs> well, he's a doctor. He's a doctor. And then he's like, all right, we're going to go to the other room. So then the mother gets pissed. So yeah. she's leaving. Yeah. She's done. So she's going to go into the other room. So now he's just like, nope, we're all going into the we're other room together. Room and we're going to open up uh, presents. And she's like, <laughs> and um, Connie's like, we can't open presents. It's, Why it's not? not Christmas. Why? It's not Why? Christmas. Why? It's like, we, we can open you presents. Know what? We're adults, and we can open the presents whenever we want. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking great. And as they move into the other other room, Mother Rose just wants her portrait to be above above the fireplace. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody took my portrait down. And she's great. She's great, too. She plays it because... they bring her coffee. She's like, is it real coffee or some... Scandinavian <laughs> witch poison. That's <laughs> <laughs> when Mother Rose goes off about Caroline being, you know, keeping her poor Lloyd hostage and all that. And that's when Lloyd reveals that they're getting a divorce. And she's like, Gary's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> His reaction is so over the top and so great. Yep. Anybody watching this scenario can see that it's just a shitstorm, and Gary's just so oblivious. Yep. He just doesn't even pay attention. Yep, just doesn't. <gasps> Why? Why? <laughs> it's so great. Uh, so Jesse's upstairs trying to escape. Lloyd presents his mom with her Christmas present, which is a check towards the debt. Yeah. The loan. That it's they another took. payment on the loan. And of course, and her response is, "We'll have to see how the interest <laughs> rates change in the new year." She's such a cunt. <laughs> she's such a she's such a cunt. That's when Caroline finally goes off. Oh, Jesus. and this is this is she finally goes off, and that's this is really when Caroline and Lloyd start getting on the same page um, because they really open up themselves up to criticism. Well, it, yeah, and they open themselves up to. Ex- they expose themselves yes, to each ex- other, at least. Exactly, because he's talking about you know the failed restaurant, and it was one review, and she's like, "Who gives a shit about one review? You know, you should have kept going." And then they start talking <laughs> about their past, about how they were happy being in the, the apartment. The review is great. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a great night. Was it? What? We're fast. Someone. <laughs> a Hindu. A night out for a Hindu. Fresh off of fasting <laughs> for a good time. <laughs> it's just so, so ridiculous. Yep. 
but yeah, it, it, it's it's again, it's it's really, really great acting, um, and the room just starts exploding, like everybody just starts going off on each other, right? And then Lloyd just starts beating the shit out of the Christmas tree. The corpse still has the floor. Mm. Um, then he starts telling hit like uh, Caroline's faults. Well, he's telling his version of yeah. basically the same story. Like yeah. Caroline's built this thing in her head. Yeah. Are we? Uh, you know. No, it's fine. Uh, Caroline's built up this story in her head, and she believes it, which yeah. is what happens in a relationship. And Lloyd is like, this is. You know, basically telling his version of the story, mm-hmm. and his his version, and she's starting to realize, kinda, mm-hmm. that some of the things he's saying might be true. Mm-hmm. But what helps her get over the hump is Lloyd starts attacking his mother. Mm-hmm. Basically, his mother is just, well, I don't understand why this matters anyway. You said you're getting a divorce, yes. and she's just like, mom. <laughs> Will you please shut the <laughs> fuck up for ten seconds? Um, and, and then in the next line. But see, he looks at her yeah. when he does it. Yeah. So he basically wants her to know, I'm standing up to my mother for you. Mm-hmm. And he does it twice. Yep. Um, which <laughs> the, the second one is the best. Oh yeah. And she starts she says something about the what is it? He bends over. Next time you feel unappreciated. Well, know what I'm going to get for you next Christmas? A cross. So next time you feel unappreciated, you can climb up there and nail yourself. You nail yourself to it. <laughs> <laughs> and Leary's just kind of hanging out in the background the whole time. Just, yep. whoa. <laughs> he He's just like, I'm just going to let this play out and see how it goes. Yep. I agree. It was it was just fantastic. So the mother is now totally pissed, <laughs> and she's like, "I want to go. I want to go home." Gary, get Michael. <laughs> you get him yourself. <laughs> Has everyone lost their mind? <laughs> Who do you think you are? Slipper socks. <laughs> Media. <laughs> That's her best line. That is the best line. Slipper socks video. So she tries to start going upstairs, and, but but uh, Gus can't. I can't let, tell you how many times I've said slipper socks medium. Slipper socks. I say it, I've said it to people who have no yep. fucking clue whatsoever I'm talking oh, about. Great effing movie. <laughs> so Mother Rose tries to go upstairs to get her coat, and uh, Gus tackles her. I mean, yeah, Gus tackles her on the way up, pulls out his gun. And Gary's like, this is, this is part of therapy. <laughs> and of course, like the entire family's at the foot of the stairs, just all looking at Gus pulling this, pull, putting the gun to um, the grandma's temple. And uh, he's like, I'm going to shoot her. <laughs> and Kara, and uh, uh, that damn, um, Connie's like, go ahead, shoot her. <laughs> Oh Jesus! So they they ended up uh, tying uh, her up upstairs. No, they they take them back in the living room. They con- they tie up oh, the grandmother right. and the he gets the kids to tie up the grandmother right. and the two parents. Right, and at the same time, <laughs> Commander Siskel shows and up. The fucking the kid, <laughs> the boy is sitting there with the tape <laughs> just going around. 
<laughs> he just keeps putting just... more and more tape on their head. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and again, uh, Siskel so... shows up to talk to Jesse's parents. Um, Which they, I, I thought when we saw this originally, I thought that you actually saw that scene. Yeah, but between you, the parents you don't. and the thing, but you don't. you don't. You don't actually see the scene. They just come back in and basically say, you know, we're going to give them the pictures and the money back, and yeah. you know, I don't think he'll press charges. Exactly. So, um, so they're tying up Grandma Rose, who's just starting to shit all over Gus about having a a small penis and all. <laughs> You're just doing this to cover up the size of your penis, <laughs> and it like flips. The line is so good. <laughs> This line is great. Your husband's not dead. Yeah. He's hiding. And that's that's actually a direct quote of a line from a classic Ibet and Costello routine, Susquehanna Hat Company. Oh, okay, I didn't know yes. that, but that is that is a great line. It is a great line. It is a great line. Um, so uh, Gus, Lloyd, and Caroline find Jesse counting money. Um, Jesse wants to go with Gus at this point, and Gus is like, "No, you're, you're what am I, the fucking circus?" Yeah, you you know, um, this is not how it's going to happen. So they got to go deal with every, Gus and Lloyd have to go deal <laughs> with something else. Well, Caroline has a heart to heart with Jesse, saying they're going to make everything right. Well, there the door rings. The, the that's right, doorbell rings because uh, the Santa Claus is at the door, they, <laughs> and he just they keep on saying, "Look, you know, Caroline, we got to go, Caroline," right. and she's like, "Just wait." Right. So once again, it's weird how she has gotten completely comfortable with Gus, yes, and has stopped looking at him as, as any kind threat of threat whatsoever. All, yes. uh, Lloyd still looks at him as a threat at this point, mm-hmm. but not for too much longer. Not for too much longer. Right. So you know, it's it's kind of an interesting dynamic of how they've now accepted him as part of of the scenario and maybe even scenario. part of the family. Right. Oh motherfucker. Ah, I gotcha. But you know that's I know. <laughs> it's the right word. What am I supposed to say? Well, give me another word. I don't know. I just enjoy you. Give me a different scenario. word. Scenario. Scenario. It's a scenario. It's a scenario. <laughs> scenario, sorry. But uh, we have to come I you gotta give me a better word. I don't know. I'll think about I'll think about it. Yes. Maybe we'll put a poll out there on Twitter that we don't ever use anymore. They, they, nobody answered in the first place. Yeah, fuck them. Bunch of assholes. Um, so, so Gus and Lloyd eventually... We love down, our fans. We do love our fans. <laughs> Gus and Lloyd eventually go downstairs, and Drunk Santa is there. Well, they all go down the stairs, yeah. and Drunk, Drunk Santa's and in sure, the living room. He showed himself in. Isn't he, like, getting a drink? <laughs> I think <laughs> he's he like, is. right in their liquor cabinet or something. <laughs> and he starts, like, he slurs words. Why... Every year, Every year we, we bring uh, you a fruitcake, and you don't give us a <laughs> goddamn thing. <laughs> and he stops out there. Yeah. Hey, hey, you had a, a gun. gun. <laughs> yeah, you had a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls the gun on him. Hey, you pull a gun on Santa Claus? <laughs> and he just charges at him and fucking leery just decks him and knocks him out. <laughs> That's a great scene. I want to watch this movie again now. Yeah, I, it, 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 it's very enjoyable. It really is. So then, of course, we see the cop lights coming. Yep. So, you know, they're like, well, you know, let's hide them. Let's hide them. The whole time, Lloyd's just kind of standing there, and 
yeah. Jesse and Carolyn are trying to come up with a way a plan to get Gus out to get Gus out of the house. Yes. Uh, and Lloyd says, you know, Jesse, take him through the path in the woods. You know, I can't spend the rest of my life trying to put everybody I care about in prison. Mm-hmm. So at this point, he, you see where he has, his character has finally broke. Mm-hmm. He, it's finally like, okay, I'm not a victim here. I'm at fault mm-hmm. in this situation. And it took this man coming into our house to make me realize where I've been at fault. Right. So he's accepted him as well. So basically you see uh, Jesse and, and Gus take off through the woods uh, to head towards the docks. At the same time, they're tied up on the stairs. The cops come in mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, they're lightly tied up. So, you know, they're untying themselves and they start explaining what happened to the cops and they're like just making up stories. They're making up shit. They're like almost going back to what they were before. Right. Arguing, arguing with each other. back and forth, yes. And, but they're doing it on purpose. Yes. You can tell there's a subtle difference between the way they were doing it earlier yes. in the movie and the way they're doing it now where it's almost playful. Yes. So, um, and, and he... <laughs> He, they're talking about going to an airport and all this other shit just to throw the cops off. Yes. And basically, you know, then they're like, well, is there anybody else in the house? And they both turn around and say, nope. Nope. <laughs> so uh, then they said, we can come downtown and and fill out a favor. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. no, no we don't no, need no. you to do that. So then the cops basically take off. At the yeah. same time, Gus... And the kid are kind of talking, and he says, you know, I think it's going to be better between my parents and yep. Gus. And then he's like, if it's not, then I'll just blackmail him. Blackmail him, yeah. And Gus is like, well, I'm never having fucking kids. And he yeah. takes off, and he gets to the dock, and uh, at the same time, they go back. you go back to the house one more time, and that's when the fat kid comes out and says... Grandma's oh, well, they're sitting on the stair, and they're like, you know, should we untie everybody? And they're like, no, I think we should untie them in the morning. Unwrap them in the morning. Yeah. It'll be more festive. Right. And the fat kid comes out and says, Grandma's eating <laughs> through her gag. <laughs> so then you see Gus on the boat with the chick and... Uh, Murray. Murray. And Murray <laughs> turns around and says, Gus, when are we... Uh, it's Christmas. When are we opening presents? <laughs> He's like, I'll save you some time. Your presence, a cannon, and I'm going <laughs> to shove you into it and shoot your ass all over New Jersey. And then I'm going to go to New Jersey and get all yeah, of your pieces and rant. take it back to the take it back to my house and put you in the fire. And I'm going to sit there and roast chestnuts over your dying body or something. I don't know. It was some ridiculous rant. Yeah, and that's kind of how we go to credits. So that's we gra- and that's pretty much it. But I mean, this is. This is one of those hidden gem it is Christmas a, it movies. It is a legitimate hidden gem Christmas movie. It's a legitimate <laughs> hidden gem movie, period. Yeah, I think you could watch it any time of the year. It yes. does work better it at does. Christmas yes, or Thanksgiving. Yes. Either way. Um, but I'll be honest. I mean, it's I've wa- I watched it so many goddamn times yes. when I was younger. Oh, my God. That when I sat down last night to watch it, and it's... I guarantee you, I haven't watched it in 10 years. Wow. I guarantee wow, you, I have really? not watched that movie in so 10 years. you have a years. new appreciation for it. And I sat there, and I knew every yeah. fucking Isn't line. Every line in that movie, I knew it. 
So I was just like, Jesus, this is insane. It's been 10 years I haven't seen this. And I still loved it. And And I even, while I'm watching it, which we generally don't, talk while we're watching the movies or while I'm watching the movies because we kind of like keeping it fresh. I had to send you something in the middle and you sent back a response and it was just like we I don't know how we can really shit on this movie. It's really, really good. It's a great movie. Like, you know, even though we both love the George C. Scott Scrooge. Yeah, we could, uh, or we could find ways oh, we to shit on, on it. it. Which is in the archives. Right. Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol 84. You could find ways to shit on it. There are so few yes. flaws in this movie. Yes. Um, you know, there's obviously, you know, some logic flaws and there's some, you know, timing flaws and stupid shit like that, but yeah. it doesn't take away from the no. film. And the and the weakest character in the fucking movie is Jesse, but Jesse's such a minor character. Yeah. And he's, you can he's a prop. He he really is. He really is just a prop. His character's a prop. Um, and it's just to give some kind of a reason why they're still together, yeah. but it's still a piece of conflict that they have to deal with. Right. Um, and it's also a way at the end when Lloyd says, I can't send everyone I care about to prison, it's a way to kind of mend that gap between... Jesse and Lloyd, who didn't, who had a strained relationship, right. because the mother was always kind of overbearing and keeping Lloyd out of raising him. Right. So it it's um, it it was an important piece, but he wasn't the best actor. You know, it wasn't he wasn't horrible or anything. Mm-hmm. He just, I think it, the material wasn't there, and it was very whiny. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I, I he's the only character in the movie that's a, just the, the not, only flaw in the movie, and and really I was looking for flaws. Mm-hmm. I really was, and and there was like two lines in the movie that I don't like, and honestly, I've already forgotten them. Mm-hmm. I just remember watching it, and I meant to write them down so I wouldn't forget, and then I fucking forgot them I anyway. Don't worry about it. It's it's a great movie. So yeah, I highly recommend seeing this if you you know if you don't have it, I'm sure you, you can just. Find it somewhere. Just find it. It's so and if you can't find it, fucking buy it. Seriously, it's it's it's. You could probably find it in like Food Lion at this yeah. point for five bucks. And that I'm DVD. sure you could get a DVD copy of this for five bucks somewhere. You know what? I found Karate Kid at Food Lion. Did you? Yeah, it was like three bucks. I was like, of yeah, course. Yeah, I had it. You know, already. it was one of those Anaconda specials. You know, where it's, you just get the DVD. There's not even any inserts at all. Right. And it's right. just one of these where it just says play on the title menu. Not well. The ref was like that. The ref oh, had really? no special fi- features. Interesting. On my version of the DVD. Interesting. I'd set up um, play which I was actually going to bring. I was going to say something about that now that we mentioned it. Uh, it. There was a scene selection, I believe a language, and just a play. There was Maybe no special features on my version of the DVD. Were, was were, were they were they they were sideways? Yeah, okay. Because the, the ref is written sideways yes. and they were written okay, sideways, so, so we probably ver- have the same version. Same version, yeah. So I, it was dis- that was disappointing, right? I will say that. So, but other than that, I, I you know, I wish there was more. Um, Dennis Leary is a under. He 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 is. 
he performs well, but I think he ha- he's a character actor. He he plays a more or less like one or two different characters, and they're very similar to each other. Right. He doesn't have any range whatsoever. No, he doesn't. Not like Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey has great range. Right. That was one of the criticisms um, of uh, I think it was Ebert or Siskel uh, about like you could tell that Leary wasn't a classically trained actor because yeah. he only has that one gear. And that's all, and that's all he's ever had through yes. his career. I mean, he does show more emotion. Rescue and, me and yeah. rescue me. Yeah. But he's still kind of playing that same character, mm-hmm. um, or at least a version of that character, maybe like a low key down version. Um, but you know, two if by C, same exact fucking right. character. Uh, Judgment Night. Judgment Night is a very similar. I mean, he's he's in that movie a lot less, but it's a very similar character mm-hmm. um, where he's aggressive, he's fast talking, he's, yeah. you know, edgy. Uh, Demolition Man, yeah. same exact same one, character. Yeah. So, I mean, you look through his career, I mean, and a, and a lot of his movies were kind of no-name movies. Like, he did a bunch of the National Lampoon movies, and he did some mob movie, and he showed up here and there in different things. He really didn't kind of catch on again until he did Rescue Me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then from that, you know, his next series... What I remember he did another series, and I... Oh, he did the one where his daughter was a singer. It was more of a comedy. Hmm. Um... That one was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a he was an aging singer, and his and his he didn't know he had a daughter, and his daughter showed up, and his daughter had a great voice, mm-hmm. and he was kind of like trying to use her to relaunch his career, but she was taking off, and he wasn't. Um, he played kind of like a Johnny Rotten type yeah. character. Okay, it doesn't matter. Doesn't so matter. there was that. Now he's got this Moody show coming out. Um, I don't know. He, he always kind of plays the same character. Oh, right? yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. But, um, overall, but overall, the ref, can't say enough. No, it's Watch great. It. It's really, really good. Um, and I think our other Christmas movie may be um, just me and you <laughs> more than anything else. Yes. It's another one of those, you know, Jimmy and Paul specials. <laughs> and that would that one's going to be Jingle All the Way. Yes. Uh, you know, which we're going to be doing right after Jedi. Yes. Uh, yes, and that's and that's kind of like a passion, <laughs> you know. It's a passion play it's for us for some reason. <laughs> I, I and honestly, we were talking the other day about it, and I don't want to go too much into it because it's you know we're two weeks away from it. But mm. um, you know, we were talking the interviews that Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. does for oh. that movie oh. are almost better than the goddamn movie. Yes. So anyway, we'll we'll get into it a little bit, and hopefully we can find some of those uh, for the show. We're going to find them for the show. So, uh, but anyway, we you know that's the ref. We that's both ref. you know two thumbs up over here. Absolutely, and, and we we generally don't tell you to go run out and see something, but this one's. I don't think we've ever to. told anybody to go run out and watch a movie. Yeah, and this is one you have to. Isn't that something? So, um, and next we've got Jedi. Jedi. We're kind of a. You know, Sugar Tit Schaefer will be here. Sugar Tit Schaefer. And if he doesn't show up, then... Fuck him. Yeah. We're literally going to go to his house and shit on his Camaro. We are. It's not. A, it's a Charger. Oh, it's a Charger? It's a, with the Hemi. He, says, he always says about the Hemi. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to be shitting on his Charger 
Hemi. It's uh, he won't be his home. I'll be at like Applebee's getting like the four ninety nine mozzarella stick special with like the sugar margarita. That's all he'd be crying in his fucking crab suit with no crab in there. Dude, anyway. wearing his fucking Tevas, and it's like forty degrees outside. So yeah, but that's that's our lineup for the next couple weeks. We we got this one, <laughs> Jedi singing fucking karaoke, jingle all the way, and then strange days to finish out the year. You. Fucking Brian Adams. Fucking Brian Adams. <laughs> yeah. It, Brian Adams. He's horrible. He's All right. so bad. We'll see you with uh, Return of the Jedi. Bye-bye.